0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Film Score Podcast. I know that I'm in a brief break, but that's only on interviews. And maybe it's because of that break I am here talking, and I promise it won't be for very long. A couple days ago, Variety published an opinion piece titled, Why May December's Use of the Go-Between Score During Viral Hot Dog Scene is Problematic. And because of how specific the term problematic is used in media criticism, I was really interested to hear how using a 50 year old piece of music would be, quote, problematic. Maybe there was some sort of contextual baggage that came with it that perhaps rendered it offensive or stereotypical or something. Of course, I knew that that. Music is from the Michel Legrand score of The Go-Between, obviously. Quite a famous score of his. And I'd never heard anything negative about that music, so I was really keen to find out what the issue was. This article is by the well-respected, very good film music journalist John Berlingame. Burlingame, maybe. So I was really surprised to read the article and find out that problematic nature is simply that there is score being reused effectively that Michel legrand's score for the go-between is being taken and put into a 2023 movie used earnestly dramatically and unironically and that in doing so not just in this instance but in every instance there's a problem and effectively, that this shouldn't be done. And I'll say I completely disagree with the take. Reusing film music or repurposing it is something that's been done for a very long time. Probably since not long after the advent of original music for film. For instance, Dmitry Tjomkin used some of his music from Red River in the song My Rifle, My Pony and Me for Rio Bravo and then use the Rio Bravo Q. De Gea in The Alamo. John Ford used the score for young Mr. Lincoln in The Man Who Shot Liberty Valence. The article actually mentions Ridley Scott's use of excerpts of Jerry Goldsmith's score from Freud in Alien. And then, although not mentioned, coincidentally, some of, I think, the unused score for Aliens, as well as some score for the old man on fire, made their way into one of the last scenes in Die Hard. It's used constantly. I mean, just a month ago, I think, a month or two ago, Ridley Scott, again, used some of the music from Dario Marianelli's score to Pride and Prejudice in his film Napoleon. It happens all the time, and you could probably spend quite a while finding other examples. Of course, these are huge names doing this. So to argue that it's never a good idea is bold, I'd say. Bold to say that Dmitry Tiomkin is wrong. That John Ford, that Ridley Scott, that pick a ton of other people are all wrong for doing this and should not have. So it's not a surprise then that that stance caught a lot of flack. I think it caught even more flack outside of the film music community. And, of course, I can understand where one could be coming from. I would prefer original music being written. I would prefer more composers being hired. But sometimes filmmakers find the music they love. Quentin Tarantino, great example of that. But it's also not much different using prior film music and using other licensed music. While film music might remind you of a different film, any other piece of music carries its own baggage, its own memories, that are going to be even more unexpected and more varied from listener to listener. something that, as the filmmaker, I think it's far harder to control. Now, the composer Ronan Landa made a good point, saying that really, the article is saying that one shouldn't do this with iconic themes, effectively decoupling them from their source film, then using them unironically and dramatically. And it's fitting, because, like I've said, Legrand's score for The Go-Between is a well-known famous one of his, and you have to think, using something like The Raiders' March, The Imperial March... Theme from Superman, pick whatever famous theme you want. Jaws, Psycho. It's very hard to imagine them being used in something else as if Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Jaws, whatever, didn't exist. It's immediately going to draw that connotation and pull the viewer out. And unless you're trying to do that, you assume it's going to spell disaster. Is that always true? Will it always be true? I don't know. A somewhat less iconic recent example that came to my mind is in the series Blue Eye Samurai. A later episode uses part of the cue Battle Without Honor or Humanity by the musician Tomoyasu Hote. And if you're not familiar with it, here's a little excerpt. Now, this cue was made famous, at least here in the US, probably elsewhere in the West, with Quentin Tarantino's film Kill Bill, Kill Bill Volume 1, I think. Of course, like I said, he's renowned for using older film music. Off the top of my head, I, I think Volume 1 also uses a stinger from the classic kung fu flick Shaw Brothers, I think. Young Yu Chen score Five Deadly Venoms use the theme song for Lady Snowblood, probably a lot else as well. But that cue is actually written for the 2000 Japanese film New Battles Without Honor or Humanity. I view it as quite an iconic piece of music. It's well known, and yet when I heard it in Blue Eyes Samurai, my first thought wasn't Kill Bill. And it certainly wasn't New Battles Without Honor or Humanity. It was just that I know this music, but... It works exceptionally well here. And now this isn't a flawless example because maybe it was trying to draw an overt connection to Kill Bill. It wouldn't surprise me the homage makes sense given that one's a film, one's a show both about a woman wielding a katana out for revenge. But I don't necessarily think it requires the homage, the connection and it works well on its own. Look, even if you don't fully buy that and even if some of those themes that I mentioned are almost certain to pull the viewer into the source film and out of this new film, there's no reason to say one should never try it. Prescriptive measures in art are dangerous. Maybe doing so is dangerous, maybe it's foolish, but if a director thinks they can make it work, why tell them no, why stop them? After all, art is about taking risks. Now, like I said, I'm intending to be off for another three, four weeks. Maybe there will be something intervening, maybe not, but I hope this new year is treating you well, and I hope you're finding some great music along the way.